Okay, let's get started. Uh, Patrick, uh, you know, covered for me uh, last week, and uh, I shouldn't say covered for me because he really has a gift, I think, and he, and he got to share and, and continue our study. And uh, I, you know, I realized uh, after, too, that I gave him too much to cover. <laughs> and I realized that, but, you know, uh, he did a great job, and I loved his three points that he came up with. And uh, I'm going to kind of jump off of those, to know him, to believe him, and to ask him. Uh, really sums it up really well, that, that whole passage. I mean, even previously to that, in the first part of uh, John chapter 14, uh, Jesus said to trust him, trust in God, trust also in me. And then he, he also said to follow him because he was the way, the truth, and the life. And to, if we want to get to heaven, we've got to follow Jesus. So to, to trust him, to follow him, to know him, to believe him, to ask him. These things are all like part of our walk, part of our life, part of our, our uh, relationship with the Almighty God. To know Jesus, he said, to know him is to know the Father and to really know him. And I, I love Patrick said this. He said, to know him better each day until we see him face to face in that place that he has prepared for us. So to really know him, and I think about this sometimes, like what does that really mean? To know God, to know Jesus, and it's a relationship when you come to know someone. Uh, to believe him, you know, to have our trust, our faith in him, because we know him, we can believe him. And then the final uh, part of this is because we know him and we believe him, we we can ask him, we can pray, we can uh, go before him with, with the things that we're going to pray. Now, uh, s some of the things, what, what really happens, is I'm going to talk about prayer today, but we, we kind of jump to the ask, and we miss the knowing, and we miss the believing part. But we just get right to the list, you know, the stuff we want, the stuff we think that we need to pray about and pray for. But you know what, that that's kind of comes after the knowing and the believing. You know, you, you don't just jump in. But Jesus said that we could pray for anything? Anything? Is that what he said? That's what the verses are that, that, that we're going to look at that, that Patrick read and, and studied as well. But he, he, he gave a couple things in, the, in those verses that it needed to be in Jesus' name and also for the Father's glory. So let's go ahead and, and uh, read verses uh, 13 and 14 again. Uh, he said this, And I will do... Whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father, or excuse me, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. You know, prayer is like so incredible. I don't think we understand it that well, but I, it's just absolutely incredible. And the Bible is full of prayer. I mean, from, from beginning to end, you see people speaking to the Lord. It's not just about asking for things. It's so much bigger than that, isn't it? I, like, I found this, like Webster's, I think, a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. Of course, for us, it's definitely to God, right? But it's huge. I don't think we really understand how big it is. 
and all the promises that are found in the scriptures about prayer and all the examples about prayer that are found in the scripture. Here in these verses, I'm kind of going to jump off where Patrick uh, uh, built a, a foundation. He says, he says, I will do. Notice that in verses 13 and 14, he says, I will do. Whatever you ask, ask me for anything and I will do. I will do it. Jesus said that he will do it. It means to, to, to carry it out, to execute it. And, and I noticed this when I was thinking about it. It's not so much the things like the, the uh, Lamborghini, Lamborghini that I know Patrick really wants. It's not so much about things. It's more about what Jesus said he would do. And isn't that what we really need? We, we really need Jesus to work. We need him to work in our lives. We need him to work in our world. We need him to, 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 to you know, do things in, in, in our situations. What is it that, he, that, that you really think that you need him to do? Not so much what you need, but what do you think you'd like him to do in your life today? In our world today, there's a lot of needs in our world today that we need Jesus to, to do something here, right? But it gets down to our personal level as, as well. But he says, whatever you ask, whatever, that's such a, that was a big word, isn't it? Anything, he said, whatever. That's huge. But notice here that he says that whatever you ask, and it's not demand. You don't demand him. And again, knowing him, if you know who he is, you know who he's the Lord. He's God Almighty, God the Son. You ask him, you don't, and you ask humbly. You don't demand Jesus to do something. I've, you know, sometimes that's kind of what we see and hear, the way people talk about prayer. Notice he said, too, that it's got to be in my name. And, and Patrick uh, definitely pointed this out, that it's not a magical formula. And I really, when I was trying to think this week, trying to think about, you know, my own prayers and, 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 and like, you know, to pray in Jesus' name. Like, what does that mean? How does that work? This is what Jesus said. You, you ask for whatever you ask, anything you ask, if you do it in his name, he says he will do it. So we should know what that means, right? So, you know... You can really read a lot of things about this, but let me read a couple of, of definitions. Uh, the NIV Study Bible says, not simply prayer that mentions Jesus' name, but prayer in accordance with all that he is. And, and someone else said this, it's more than tacking on in Jesus' name at the end. He said, in Hebrew thought, the name, quote-unquote, expresses the essential character of the person. So when we pray in the name of Jesus, we're, we're, we're bringing everything that he is, his character, who he is. So can, can, can what we pray for, can we say that Jesus would want, you know, that, that it would be, you know, something Jesus would say or want? That kind of changes things a little bit, doesn't it? We kind of pray, we say all our prayers, and then at the end it's saying, in Jesus' name. I think we almost have to say, and I was thinking about this, we almost have to say, in Jesus' name, in the beginning, so that it, it can kind of direct what we're going to pray. Do you see what I mean? 
that make any sense? So, <laughs> in Jesus' name, I come to you, Father, and I ask you, First of all, in Jesus' name, you know, it makes it clear that we have to come through him anyways. We've got to come through the cross. There's no other way except to come through the cross. And, you know, we, we, we come in his name and in, in, in everything that he accomplished at the cross. So we, 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 have no, we have no leg to stand on if we don't go through him and through what he did for us, first of all. But what... What would his character and who he is? Prayer in accordance with all that he is. Prayer in Jesus' name. It's like when someone wants to use your name, right? You're going to put your name, let's say you're going to co-sign for something, you're putting your name on there. You know, you're, you're now responsible. Is this something that we're going to pray about that Jesus would be responsible for? That's number one. We, we need to bring him into it in, 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 in the midst of our prayers and, and really kind of think about our prayer. What is it like? I, I don't know about you, but I, I'd like to see everything I pray for answered, right? Not, I'm going to pray a whole bunch of stuff and then maybe if 5% of it gets answered, I, you know, that's cool, that's enough. No, I want to see everything I pray for, so, so we need to stop and think. Now, do we always understand, and Patrick talked about this, do we always understand everything about what God's will and, and, and his character about? No, but, but, but we need to be thinking about that and asking about that. The second part there is that the, that the Son may bring glory to the Father. These answered prayers bring glory to the Father, and so we have to ask, are the requests that we're making, the things I'm praying for, will they bring glory to the Father if they're answered? Or will they bring glory to me? Lord, you know, I want you to, 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 to make me a, you know, a star. I want to be famous, Lord. I want, you know, to be so rich. I want to have all these things. Who's that going to bring glory to first and foremost? It's really for me. I want people to look at me and think of how cool I am and how much money I have and all the rest of that stuff. It's, it's uh, what's going to bring him glory? The things that he does. So in addition to... to those two factors found in these verses, there's, there's a whole lot more that I want to think about as we, we look here. And, I, and, and, you know, we examine our own prayers. And so when you say, well, I'm going to pray, and, and you think about your prayer, think about it. Examine it. Like, you know, I'd like my prayers answered, so what is this, you know, what is this all about? How do I, how do I make that happen? So what does the Bible say? Uh, the, first, the first thing is this. Are we asking? Some of us don't even pray. Or there are certain situations going on in our lives we don't even bother to ask. Warren Wiersbe said this, why pray when you can worry? <laughs> right? Why pray when you can worry? And, and that's kind of what we do. We, we're worrying and we're just going on and on about this stuff. We think we can handle it and so we don't even pray about it. James said, 
And I was going to have you turn to these. I'm going to have you turn to other ones at the end here. James said, you do not have because you what? You do not ask God. So many times we don't have any answers because we, we haven't even prayed about it. We haven't even bothered to pray about it. And then we wonder why nothing has happened. That him, oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All what? Because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. How many of you know that hymn? Some of you do. You do not have because you do not ask God. How about this? Why? Ask why. should say why there. It says what, but I meant to change that to why. Why are we asking? Why are we asking? James goes on to say in, in chapter 4, verse 3, he says, When you ask, you do not receive. Why? Because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. If you're just asking for ourselves... Just to make me feel good, make me happy. Our motives, why are we asking? I think we need to ask ourselves, why am I praying about this? Why am I praying like this? It might change the way we pray. The third thing, have we, have we considered his character and his will? Again, and this is part of praying in his name because it includes his character, but it also includes his will. What is his will in the matter? John says this, he said, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God that if we ask, again, there's that word ask, same word, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. We know that we have what we ask of him. If we pray what? According to his what? according to his will. So sometimes our first prayer needs to be, Lord, what is your will in this thing? And then we can pray. You know, uh, to, it's not a lack of faith to, to say, Lord, you know, if it's your will, you know, can you do such and such? That's not a lack of faith. In, fa in fact, Jesus, when he taught us to pray, what did he say? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, come, Thy will be done. So even as he taught his disciples to pray, this is how you should pray. And it wasn't something that you just repeat over and over again. It's, it was a, a model for us to learn how to pray. That to, to pray, we need to know what the Lord's will is. And if it's in accordance with his will, it is going to be answered. It will be answered if it's in accordance with his will. The next thing also found in James uh, excuse me, in John, are our hearts right before him? Are our lives right before him? If we're, you know, if we're living, you know, a, a horrible uh, life and not really walking with Jesus, and then we think, well, why isn't God answering our prayers? Well, you know, you're living with somebody who's not your husband or your wife, or you're, you know, stealing, or you're, you know, uh, abusing alcohol and drugs, you know, and you wonder, like, why are my, you know, prayers not being answered? Well, you know, and not that we have to be perfect, but, you know, John said this, dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and we receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and we do what pleases him. 
Because we're living right. Our hearts are right. Our hearts are not condemning us because we're, we have peace with Him. Because we're living the way we're supposed to be living. The last thing there is found in James. He says, if any of you lacks wisdom, what? He should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to him, but when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Our lies right before him. If we're, you know, if we're living, you know, a, a horrible uh, life and I remember reading, and I was going to look this quote up. Uh, the, George Mueller was on a boat and, and uh, crossing the sea, and uh, he needed to get somewhere for, for an engagement. And, and he talked with the captain, and he said, Captain, you know, there was a bad storm, bad fog. He couldn't, he couldn't see. Captain, we've we got to get there. And he, and he said, oh, I don't think we're going to make it. And George Mueller said, yes, we're going to make it, and, and, and I trust God. And he said, but I'm going to pray. And, and the captain said uh, something to the effect of, well, do you want me to pray with you? And George Mueller said, no, I don't want you to pray because you don't even believe that God could answer that prayer. We need to trust in the Lord. Trust that, that he is able and that he is a God who does give generously, that, that he does want to answer prayer. You see, that's the thing behind all this, is that the Lord wants to answer our prayers. He wants to. It's not like we're twisting his arm behind his back and, you know, well, making him, demanding of him or anything. He wants to. He wants to answer our prayers. A couple other things about the name of Jesus, I'm just going to mention these in Philippians 2. It says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. We pray in the name of Jesus, but we should also be bowing and understanding who he is, that we bow at the name of Jesus, and every knee will bow one day. It's an attitude of humility. And then another thing about singing as well, singing and giving thanks, he talks about it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have this humility and we also have this worship and we, and we have this thanksgiving that affects our prayer. These things all tie together. Again, it's a life. It's not just, you know, coming and asking God, you know, will you do this? Will you do that? Jesus said, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Uh, Paul said in 1 Thess Thessalonians chapter 5, the one who calls you is faithful, he said, and he will do it. The one who calls you is faithful. So God is faithful to answer our prayers. He is. Now, again, we have to kind of tie all this together and, and, and what does prayer mean and, and, and our, our prayers are, you know, coming in the right attitude and the right you know, heart. But he loves to answer prayer. It says in Numbers chapter 23, Balaam says this when, when, the, when the king Balak wanted him to curse Israel. The Lord says this, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. 
Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? He's promised. These are promises in the Word of God, and he will keep his promises. He is faithful to his Word. He will fulfill his promises, and he will answer your prayers and my prayers. John chapter 16. Now I want you to look with me in these verses as we uh, look at a couple more things about this. Turn ahead to John chapter 16, verse 22. Excuse me, verse 24. He says, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. He said, up to this point, you haven't asked for anything in my name, but, but, but he's explaining, he's teaching them, he's, he's showing them the way to ask in the name, in his name. He says, ask and you will, what? Receive. You will receive and your joy will be complete. When the Lord answers the prayer, our prayers, you know, there's something that happens. There's a joy in that, he said. Back one chapter, John chapter 15 Verse 7, he says, if you remain in me or abide in me, really kind of means to live in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. Ask whatever you wish. So, so there's this idea about abiding and living in, our, in Jesus and having his words live and abide in me. He says, ask whatever you will, and it will, it will be given to you. That's three times in chapter 14, 15, and 16 where he says he's going to answer. He's going to answer our prayers. He wants to. Matthew chapter 18, Jesus says this, if, if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. So if... If we agree, if we gather together, if we even two agree, and I think this is, this is a good, good verse, of course, about praying together, right? And, and, and you know, if I'm going to ask for something really weird and I ask somebody to pray with me, they, you know, if it's somebody that really is your friend or whatever and you want to ask, you want to pray for something really weird, it's hard to pray for something really weird, right, with your friend, or something that is just not, it's just not right. It's not good. So there's something about that check and balance of praying together with someone else as well and sharing the hearts, sharing together in that prayer. But he says, he said it right there. Matthew chapter 18. It will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Two of you agree about anything you ask for. These words are repeated, this, these themes are repeated over and over and over again. Matthew chapter 7, why don't we turn there and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll close there. Matthew chapter 7, if you'll turn with me there. This is the great ask passage. A-S-K, right? Do you know what that stands for? Ask seek and knock exactly ask seek and knock and so so this is the passage here found in the sermon on the mount matthew chapter 7 verses 7 through 11 he said ask and it might be given to you is that what it said 
Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. So he, he gives us these, again, these promises. This is Jesus teaching us. You have not because you ask not. You haven't even bothered to ask. You haven't sought. You haven't knocked on the door. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Why isn't this happening? Well, have you knocked on any doors at all lately? Have you sought out what, what God wants in your life and, and what he has for you? Have you asked him? The character found here in verses 9 through 11, which of you, the heart of God the Father, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? The Father in heaven just wants to, to answer our prayers. He wants to give good gifts to his children. You see, we're his children. He's like, he's like our Father in heaven. He's not like he is our Father in heaven. And and. And the father, a father wants to take care of his children, but, but he is the heavenly father, which is way better, way more than fathers on earth. One more example that came to mind was Solomon. And you all know who Solomon is? Solomon was, you know, King David's son who then became the king. And, and Solomon, uh, it says... At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And so he had this dream, and the Lord appeared to him. And God said this to Solomon, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. That's what he said to him. And these verses that we've been reading are the same kind of thing. Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Now, if you can read the rest of the story, you know, Solomon... He, he said, you know, you've been very kind to my father David. And what I'm asking, what I want to ask is, is that I'm only a little child. He says, I don't know how to carry out my duties. I don't know how to be this, you know, in this role as king. So he asked us, he said, give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people, to distinguish between right and wrong, for who is able to govern this great people of yours? So he basically asked and and. For, for wisdom on how to do and be what God had called him to do and to be. Now that, it, the next verse says this, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. He was pleased about it. Why? Because it, 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 it totally went you know, along with the heart of God and, and what God wanted. Solomon, it wasn't for himself. It was for the people. It was for others. And God said this to him. Listen to me here. He said, Since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor asked for the death of your enemies, but for discernment or wisdom in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor will there ever be. 
He gave him. He answered his request. He was pleased about his prayer. But get this. It doesn't stop there. He says, the Lord says this to Solomon, Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, which would be wealth and long life and the things that he didn't even ask for. So sometimes, you know, if we get our hearts right, we pray for the, the things that are right and good. God blesses us in other ways too. The stuff that we, th you know, that we need to do what we, what we need to do. I encourage you, I want to encourage you to pray. And, and maybe think about it when you, when you pray. First of all, I encourage you to pray. You got to pray first, you know. You can't, you can't examine your prayers if there aren't any, right? But I encourage you to pray and, and think about, you know, I'm going to pray in Jesus' name. And all these promises that are found in the Bible, he's faithful and he will answer. He will answer you in your prayer. And maybe, maybe there's a prayer you need to get somebody, will you pray with me about this and explain to them? We, if you need prayer, please come and ask someone to pray with you here this morning. Know him, believe him, and pray, ask him. Next week we're going to Talk about loving him. Let's pray together now, shall we? Our Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and in all that that means and all that he is, and, and that affects even the prayers that I'm going to pray right now, that they would be in accordance with your will, with who you are. in accordance with your purposes in our life and your purposes in this world. Jesus, I ask you would work and, and work in my life, work in each one of our lives to, to make us more like Jesus. That we be lights that could shine. I know the, these are, these are accordance with your will because we, we know they're found in your word that you, you call us to become more and more like Jesus. You call us to be lights, reflecting that light, the light of Jesus in our lives. Jesus, that we would know you better, know you more. Lord, and, and even with the little faith that we have, that we would trust you with that little mustard seed to work, to move, to hear our prayers, to hear our cries, Lord. I pray this morning as well for any maybe that have never, never come to Jesus, never had that time in, in your life when you opened your heart and said, Jesus, I, I need you, I need I need life. I'm dead inside. I'm lost. I need to, to know the way, the way to heaven, the way to live. Come into my life today. Help me today. Help each one of us today, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Let's stand and sing together, shall we?